0: And that 90 minutes felt like four hours that I can never get back.
1: This is Bobby in Day Job Studios in Boston, Massachusetts. And this show has everything. We've got small talk, small talk, and more small talk, and what we're calling a small talk spectacular to end 2020 to join me for a little water cooler chit-chat from here in Day Job Studios. Coming from the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Ann Don't At Me Lundholm. Good morning, Ann. Good morning, Bobby.
2: This is what happens when we're in the meeting and we're like I don't know what to do. (laughs) Small talk.
3: I'm
1: tired. (laughs) Look, we're we're in the week between. And and you just heard her, by the way, from the Middle Aged Mama (laughs) Studios in Austin, Texas. It's Hillary Lost in the Woods Livingston Butler. Good morning, Hillary.
4: Good morning. Yeah, the I'm tired is sort of my like swan song of 2020.
1: Uh, and also joining us from the strategically renamed, without consulting anyone, Drag Hunt Studios <laughs> in Detroit, Michigan. It's Meredith, the MVH fan harn. Good morning, Meredith.
5: Good morning. It's when you hunt a human.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the most dangerous studio. I got to think of a different name. That's not good. <laughs> My my trick is to get them stuck in a honey pit. No, then so they can't get out.
5: This is better than that. It only really made sense for a princess for Christmas, but I'm gonna I'm not changing it until I find something better.
1: Uh we have uh really actively tried, uh especially since rebranding this show to this show has everything, to avoid being one of those podcasts where we just sit around and stare at our navels and, and shoot the shit and call it a show. However, twenty twenty has been uh objectively awful and uh to that end it is the last show we're going to do this calendar year it is boxing day as we record this we're all uh a little spent uh christy didn't even uh, make the recording we're hoping she's alive christy we love you we We want you to live uh and we're just gonna kind of uh uh chill for the end of 2020 here and then get back to producing marginally more effective and thoughtful shows for 2021 so like I said, it's a it's a small talk spectacular. The first thing on the small uh, small talk checkbox list here is that it is indeed Boxing Day. Uh, Kapow! I, <laughs> I got you. <ya. laughs> Uppercut from Ann. Uh, and and I have no commentary about Boxing Day other than to say, uh, well, ladies, how was your Christmas? This is Christmas, Christmas, Christmas.
2: My I, I thought we were. I thought we were like. What if we did a Boxing Day <laughs> show that was all about, like, boxing? We really got, we like, galaxy
4: about... brain on that one. We're like. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, there's the time I sat next to a Vander Holyfield on a flight.
2: Oh, yeah, I remember and, that.
1: And uh, I pretended, mainly because I wasn't pretending that hard, not to really care and uh, I think he was amused that he thought I had no idea who he was. And he told me he was one of the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> You're like, I know different.
4: Did you look at his ear?
1: Uh, I was sitting on the wrong side uh, of him to get a good look. I know. Yeah? But I was sitting there, you know, dressed. I think it was business casual reading the New York Times. I looked very obnoxiously first class. You know, I, I was fitting in. And then he sat mm. down next to me. And uh, the definition of coastal elite. <laughs> exactly.
5: I saw that ear bite uh, happen on that pay-per-view really yeah I was like I don't know I was like 16 and got invited to a party uh, I don't know by some people who are too old for me to be hanging out with and I was like oh sure and that was the event is watching Hmm. this this fight
1: yeah I don't have any I don't really have any boxing memories or stories or I have a friend who uh did like a rec league boxing thing a few years ago and so we went to cheer her on and Watching your friend get that crap beaten out of her is, is an interesting way to spend an evening.
5: I don't like it. I don't like sportified
1: violence. It's a sweet science. Uh-oh. Meredith, you're a scientist. No,
4: I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, kind of like horse racing, where they were. it was so, so popular in like the 60s and 70s. And then it just is not something that we do or talk about really well
5: it's so gross i mean just the after
4: effects are gross it's just like
5: football for me where like i can't really ignore the head trauma and the lives that it ruins Mm. (laughs) i mean i wasn't super interested in it to begin with but like it's not it's it's just upsetting to me and you're like well will we take it as a proxy for war I mean, why do we need that though? <laughs> we,
2: why can we not do war and not do violent sports? I don't know. I didn't know that was a choice.
1: Or just doing, not do war too, That's or we direction. could just do all of the above, which is kind of the the way we're doing things these days.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Boxing actually makes me think of wrestling. I, in my mind, boxing and wrestling as a kid were like crocodiles and alligators. Like I know the difference between them, but they run very close in my mind. And I thought about wrestling the other day and Meredith, you just reminded me because I, I dated a girl in college who before me dated a huge wrestling fan. And so she at a young age in high school and early college would get stuck going to these parties where all these guys would get together to watch wrestling. Oh, was and it she me? Would... Because I had to do that too.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't
5: tell you how many nights I spent at BW3 watching, you know, Throwdown or whatever.
1: Right. And so my thought is... How many there's a lot of um surprisingly like smart intelligent thoughtful people who are also professional wrestling fans and that's one of those things that has always completely eluded me. I know Hillary you listen to the press box regularly. Yes. I don't know if any yeah. of you else do. And like they're big wrestling fans?
2: Well, now wait a minute. Hang on. But Bef- time out. When you say wrestling, are we talking WWE or are we talking Greco-Roman?
1: No, no, no. We're talking WWE. We're talking <laughs> oh, theater. Okay, yeah, okay. we're not talking like up Olympians. I was thinking Olympics.
5: Okay, so the guy I used to go to these th- stupid things with is one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. It's Gabe, my friend, I, my ex boyfriend, who I've talked about on the show before, who rode in the trunk of my car that one time, etc. <laughs> and we still talk on the, you know pretty regularly. Um, he's an attorney. He works um, helping people get out of debt. Like he he fights against like you know predatory lenders and stuff like and he that. Does like he does it with a folding chair. <laughs> Yeah, and so <laughs> he's like a, you know, a decent human being, and he's extremely smart, um, and, but he loves professional wrestling, and I think it's the, I mean, it's the athleticism, there is some athleticism, there's drama, there's story, I, I kind of get it, Yeah, like, I, I get how people can be attracted a, to it, it's
1: just not for me. It's a soap opera thing, like, I mm-hmm, think it's yeah. it's a different caliber of that, and you see the way, like, Raw events just sell out entire arenas. In different cities. So it's it's not like it's a niche thing. Like it no.
4: is. Yeah. Therapy. And it, like uh, David Shoemaker, the guy that is on the podcast that Bobby was talking about, he's like a smart guy, you know, and he loves wrestling. It is, you know, as like David and I will sometimes talk about it. And like I, it was ubiquitous sort of when we were kids. Like it was something that you kind of, it wasn't something I voluntarily watched, but I feel like it was just on. And there was a WWF cartoon. And I remember like watching that because I just watched kind of what was it, whatever was on television. Yeah. Right. But, um, and like, I remember junkyard dog and of course like Hulk Hogan and stuff like that, but it was definitely not. Yeah. I was like, this is stupid. They were like, I have this memory of these brothers that like had mullets and that was in the early to mid eighties. And that, that is like,
3: that sounds right, probably. <laughs> I don't know who you mean,
5: but I'm sure you're right. <laughs> right.
2: I wonder if it's something about the opportunity for outsized emotion. I would mm-hmm. characterize wrestling and maybe soap operas in the same way. Okay. And I watched General Hospital for years and years and years. And I'm a smart person. I know. Well, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I wonder if it's really the chance to, I don't know, as adults now, we're all so like, buttoned down and we have to be, you know, Mature, yes. or as my mother would say, mature, <laughs> mature. all the
5: time. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with smart people watching dumb, I, even no. dumb people I know who like professional wrestling don't think it's real. Like, nobody think yes. like, thinks it's real. Yeah. We're on like
1: season 17 or 18 or something of NCIS, so I'm I'm not here to judge. <laughs> I really, I don't mean it as a character judgment at all. I just can't wrap no, my no. mind around it. I can't yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah. I so, didn't think uh, we were going
5: to actually be talking about boxing. I thought we were right really going to be talking wrestling. about Boxing Day. I don't know what Boxing Day is. Is it another like you give presents to your like mail carrier or something? Is that the point?
2: Yeah, it's a. It comes from uh, England, and the day after Christmas, the British
1: aristocracy would box up the leftovers and give them to their oh, servants. That's why it's called Boxing nice. Day. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like uh, leftover secondhand afterthought charity.
2: <laughs> well, now. Let me tell you about the eleven pounds of turkey I have in my refrigerator Jesus. that my mother boxed up. For me.
4: <laughs> you peasant! Hand um, me down turkey, mm. guys. It's sorry. It's the Von Eric brothers. That's who it is. I had to. Mm. I had to complete that circle. Sure. I know if Mike listens,
1: he'll be like screaming in the. <laughs> the-, the should I, I put that in the team. show description so that it bumps our SEO? We're getting a whole bunch of people who are going to hate us yeah. for having no Ooh. idea what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> Actually, I think even among our listeners, uh, the dozens of you out there, I'm confident that we will get messages from people who know way more about this and are thoroughly <laughs> disappointed. Oh, I know.
2: Um, listener Shanna. Oh, right. Is a wrestling oh, yeah. fan. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, we need to get back to that in twenty twenty one. We've got to get more people to come on and just tell us about the things that they nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds mm, out about. Yeah. Yep. Sounds like a yeah. good mm. idea for show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Bobby, what did oh, you yes. eat? Yeah, I you know, I thought we were going to do this like PTI and we're going to have an alarm or some sort of buzzer to go <laughs> okay. to the next topic. We're going to run a scroll down the side of the uh, podcatcher to tell you what the next topics are. This is a, a, the latest installment in Bobby Eats It So You Don't Have To. This was a couple of weeks ago. And this is DiGiorno, registered trademark, croissant crust pizza, which I assume is also some sort of registered trademark. Hmm.
2: I now call me crazy. But I don't think this is really croissant dough.
5: That's no. what I was thinking. It's uh, too no. thick. So Bobby put a picture of it in Slack, which
1: we can put in maybe the Facebook Yeah, we'll put it in the show post or, or in Facebook or something. Somewhere. If you want to see it bad enough, we'll find a way.
5: It looks like layered like biscuit dough or something.
1: Yes. Or phyllo dough. And uh, that's what it tastes like, too. It tasted like um, Pillsbury biscuit dough and there's nothing wrong i was gonna
4: say i'm not gonna throw that out of bed like no. yeah, exactly. i mean
1: <laughs>
5: but you, it's not a croissant i mean you I can't even out imagine out the logistics of making a croissant crust right. like actual crust out of croissant that sounds like a nightmare
1: i'm just i'm picturing hillary kicking a man out of bed for eating frozen pizza <laughs> well um, maybe that
5: but get out of here
2: so uh, I just we, don't know how croissant dough would rise with all the cheese and sauce right. and stuff on yeah. well, it's it. It's supposed wasn't. to
1: be really light and airy, right? Right. So I think if you were going to make a croissant pizza, you would do it the way you would do like a like a a croissant with chocolate like or something you would put in a little bit of sauce and cheese and roll it up and it would be a hand pie. That would be a whole different animal than what this is. This is still the shape of a frozen pizza, although it was somewhat square-ish rather than round. Um, I'll I'll dig out another picture later to do it justice. Uh, And the reason I bought this was because this is America. And when I was going down (laughs) the frozen food aisle and I saw it, I just sort of stopped and did a double take. We buy the occasional frozen pizza as far as um, frozen bread and sauce and cheese goes, you know, for four bucks or five bucks or whatever. Um, We'll sort of cook that as an appetizer basically it'll just be a snack food in the house and i'm not ashamed sure. to admit that we'll eat one of those once and in a I, while
2: i think a frozen pizza is something that you don't necessarily go for quality on i'm fine with a tombstone oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. exactly what do you want on your tombstone
1: <laughs> question of the week <laughs> yikes <laughs> yeah we're getting dark, the end so of 2020. dark yeah uh so I saw this, you know, we're not, we're not brand loyal to DiGiorno. Um, You know, we, we usually buy a distor brand, but I, I figured we'll spend the extra two bucks and I will just uh, give this a go and, uh, and give it a day in court, so to speak. And uh, it was fine. I wouldn't go out of my way for it again. Uh, the texture was okay. Yeah. All those layers get really compressed in the middle. And so it gets a little mm-hmm. doughy in the middle. Uh, I cooked it right on the, Rack in the oven as, uh, as per the instructions. And uh, as you know, my oven has one temperature, which is hot, (laughs) (laughs) really hot. And that, that worked okay. You know, delicate baking, we really can't do, but uh, tater tots and frozen pizza, the oven can handle. So uh, it was fine. Yeah. Tasted like Pillsbury uh, uh, biscuit dough on the edges, which was tasty and a little buttery and a little greasy. And I ate um most of this pizza. <laughs> Sam was not home for this. And uh then I took a nap. So I mean I that say... sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh it was fine and I will not buy it again. So uh Bobby eats it so you don't have to. De Croissant crust pizza, I give it uh five hoes.
4: Was it more expensive? It was like six bucks. Okay. So I
1: think it was around the same price as other de Pizzas, of course. I happen to be at Market Basket, Market Basket. It, so it was a little bit cheaper than <laughs> if I got it from another grocery store. <laughs>
4: That's like the one thing I can say. Like I have to, I have to like get into the zone and Market For your market, market, market Basket.
1: basket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For years, I used Sam's mom's um, punch code at uh, Stop and Shop. Because she was still technically on the payroll there a couple hours a week, and so I would get her employee discount. Hell yeah! And she is officially not working anymore, and so now there's, I'm. I,
4: <laughs> there's no loyalty anymore, right? I'm <laughs> willing to bounce
1: around more because I'm not getting my my three percent off groceries or something.
4: Stop and Shop is the one that I can tell, like is that like me faking Mac at basket? Like that just sounds stupid, but. You can tell if somebody's really from New England or the Boston area what, how they say "stop and shop" because there's yep. a way that the O's are pronounced that is really hard to mimic unless you actually just like do it.
1: Yep. Yeah.
4: Stop, stop, stop and shop
1: and, and star market.
4: <laughs> well, Star market. So re- That's a tough one. There's two R's in there. It's really hard. <laughs> star market. Oh gosh.
1: Anyway, uh, and Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. I had a day on
2: Christmas Eve. Not a bad day, but it was just interesting enough to talk about on Small Talk. But um, so I don't remember how much I talked about it on the show, but you guys know that I have been doing some very limited work at the store. Mostly I said, well, Ollie, I said, I will come in at 8 p.m. when the doors close and work alone in the store and not be exposed to any customers and that worked out just swimmingly it was actually really fun to be in there by myself and just um changing displays and moving merchandise and that kind of stuff but I did say that I would work the sales floor on Christmas Eve I have worked there every Christmas Eve since 1999 wow and I'm honestly not sure what I would do if I wasn't there and it's my most favorite day of the work of the year to work and so I was like, "Well, it's not a busy day, and it's a five thousand square foot uh sales floor and so i'm not it's not going to be bustling with people and I think it'll be okay so um that was the plan and then Wednesday, we had a blizzard oh. come through here. My upper midwest mm. peeps will <laughs> know we started the day at forty five degrees and raining, and around one p m The temperature just plunged like the bottom fell out and we just fell below zero very quickly. And all the rain changed to snow and everyone said, stay home. Do not go anywhere because the ice on the roads is just awful. And so my boss texted me that night and she said, I for sure don't come in tomorrow until 10. I was supposed to be there at nine. She said, it's with all the weather and the bad driving, it's not going to be very busy. And she said, I might actually just cut you all together because if the roads are bad, I don't want you driving. Mm. And I was like, okay. And she said, I'll let you know tomorrow. And so here's the text I got from her at 7.15 a.m. on Christmas Eve. I'm sorry, Anne, but I will need you to come in as it sounds like Amy's in the hospital. I don't know what happened yet. I'm trying to find out. You can come in at 10 a.m., though, because I think I'll be okay for an hour. And Amy was the third person who was supposed to be working. So here's what happened. Amy is also a professional baker, and she works in the bakery department of the Shishi grocery store chain, Mm -hmm. like Kowalski's, for people who know her. And she was carrying something out to a customer's car, like a large order, and there, when she was going back inside, there was a gust of wind that ripped the door out of her hands, and the door hit her in the head and knocked her out. Oh, oh no. What a horrible yep. series of events. Yep. Ugh. And it was like minus five degrees oh. out and she lay out there for five <gasps> minutes and because oh, no. she was using a side door. And so everybody else was like, hey, where did you go? <laughs> and so they didn't find her immediately. So they oh. took her to the hospital. Oh, <laughs> God. And she was getting an x-ray. It, it all turns out okay because she did not have a concussion. Good. Just wow. a nap. <sighs> But um, and then on she, the ground <laughs> outside, yep. it's been freezing and weather minus oh. five degrees. Yeah. But how that affected me then <laughs> was that she texted my boss and she was like, I, I think I should be able to come to work. And my boss was like, no, no, are you kidding? And so then I went in and it was the worst drive. Oh, God. <laughs> the, the only thing that saved it was that it was in the morning on Christmas Eve. And so the, the roads were pretty empty. But I had to keep reminding myself, okay, relax the grip yep. on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Sit back against Deep the breath. seat. <laughs> I, relax <laughs> the face
4: muscles and take it easy. I know. I do that thing where you're, you're like pressed up against the steering wheel and it's like, oh, I can't see anything. And it's, if I grip it so hard, then I can control it really well. Yep. Yep. And like
2: like the weather was all completely finished by then. But the fact that this ice had sort of hard bonded to the pavement because they when they know a storm is coming, they put down stuff um, ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Like there's a brine solution that they'll put on the roads that just keeps the ice from sticking to it. But it happened so fast and it was raining beforehand. So I think the rain washed away Mm -hmm. anything that they put on there to treat it. And then it also it only works down to a certain temperature. It only works down to like fifteen degrees or something. Right. So if it gets colder than that, you're then you're SOL. Yep. yep. And it was just like this rutted sheet of ice Ugh. all the way, all the way to Woodbury. Ugh, God. So and then when I got there, it was fine. I don't know why anybody was out driving around in that thing if they didn't have to be. But the whole day was was fine. Was it
4: busy at all? And
2: not really. We did a couple thousand dollars, but we probably did about half of what we normally would do. normally do.
4: Yeah. But It's a combo of COVID plus like super shitty weather.
2: Yeah. Mostly the weather yeah.
4: thing. They've had great
2: sales. Yeah, that's there. right. That's right. Sincere. You mentioned that.
1: I, I don't know. Big after Christmas sale, liquidation clearance. We already got our Joanne Fabrics uh, clearance. <laughs> I'm uh, sure. <laughs>
2: Yes, the 26th, all of the holiday merchandise goes 50% off and people swarm like ants <laughs> and by 2 o'clock, pff, most of it is gone and most of the rest of it then she sends to our main store up in Maple Grove because their Christmas, post-Christmas sales are incredible. God. That's their busiest day of the year and they're selling everything at half off. So if they weren't all on a discount, their sales would be unbelievable. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in leftover crap, but no. other people are, yeah, so I know. go for sure. it.
4: I, I can't get there that day after, you know, I know I should, like, I guess if I wanted to, like a Charles Dickens display or whatever, really badly or, you know, Christmas crap, I just don't like, once Christmas is over for me, like I would be happy to take the Christmas tree down today, Be like, be done with it. I'm mm-hmm. done. I'm over it. I'm ready for whatever 2021 has to bring. I just don't want to think about Christmas anymore.
1: Yep.
2: One of the other benefits of working on Christmas Eve is that I'm there right up until the moment of close and I'm like, Oh, that snowflake platter is really, really pretty. <laughs> it's a true story. I'd been looking at the snowflake platter that was eighty four dollars. And I'm not spending eighty four dollars no. on anything. But I know the twenty six, it's gonna go down to half of that yeah. and so I took it off the shelf when we closed and put it in the back room and I got half off plus the 20% employee discount. Hell so, yeah, you're like this yep. is mine, bitches. That's the way to do yeah. it. There's
1: <laughs> a little bit of Ron Popeil infomercial in there. Now you're not going to pay $84.
5: <laughs> you're not even going to pay 42 <laughs> I mean, that's what you'd think, but... Yeah.
2: Well, I'm sorry. I can Anne. buy a, I can buy a platter for $36 or whatever
3: it was.
5: <laughs> That's fine. Uh, that
2: sounds
3: scary though. I, I hate those
5: drives. I get in, in Michigan, it happens pretty, pretty regularly, but not usually this early. And, and, mm-hmm. and I feel like, you know, I don't care what happens to my car. There comes a point where I'm like, if my car gets banged up, I don't care. Usually I care a great deal, but I'm like, as long as I don't die, like, Whatever yes. happens is fine as long yep. as I make it there alive. Like I don't care. I don't care if I slide into a curb. I don't care if I. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't like the idea of being one of those people that like goes off the road, like down the embankment, oh. and you're like halfway into a field. Yes. No, yeah. I don't like that because then I'm not going to get there.
3: No. I don't either. Even but the that, car's not damaged. Sometimes
2: it's so bad where you're like, that is an outcome I could accept. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. As long as I'm not well dead. and. I,
2: <laughs> Uh, on the way there, I saw fire engines, yeah. I saw ambulances, I saw highway patrol, right. I saw people yeah. way off the road, I saw a semi-jackknife oh. going the other direction, thank God, mm-hmm. but it was <laughs> not That's fun. fun. Well, My brother yeah. is an
5: EMT and he um, he worked on Christmas, which sucks, but I hope he made like $4,000 Yes, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
4: he should have at least made a whole lot of money, <laughs> yeah in texas that it's just at the moment i mean obviously cuz we're babies down here the moment there's any semblance of maybe some ice somewhere it's like it's everything shut down just shut it down we can't do anything about it It cracked me up the first time I saw an ice storm in Dallas it was like
5: the first year I moved there there was a pretty significant ice storm and they had to post cops at the beginning of the uh, the highway on ramps because people would just try anyway even though they go up like three stories at a 45 degree (laughs) angle
4: and they're like don't don't do there's no (laughs) salt you don't know what you're doing
1: The closest I've ever come to that is when I was in high school, I was driving back from, I don't know, something in the city, going out when I shouldn't have and had no reason to be out in the shitty weather and I was taking this off-ramp where the off-ramp goes sort of down a hill to the right and instead of making the turn on the off-ramp, I was driving my mother's F-150 and it just it just went straight and it just slid straight yeah. into oh. grass. It just kept sliding and I, I stopped it and, you know, I'm driving a you know a four-wheel drive pickup truck it's a mid-90s big honking square boxy truck and it just slide i had somebody with me in the car and the truck on the on the other side of the bench seat i was just like well it, this is happening at least, <laughs> hey, right it's in slow motion right it's just like well yep here we we're are. just gonna slide until we stop there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> And then, uh, you know, it was a truck. So we just drove it and got back on the ramp and was and we were fine. But, you know, it slid a, a good way. So you could definitely see the next day I was the guy whose track people saw. Yeah, so. sure, sure, sure. Yeah.
2: I had one really scary, maybe not quite 10 years ago. It was back when I was still driving the Saturn. I am very happy to be driving something with a little bit more weight on it now because that was really scary in this snow in the winter but I was coming down the entrance ramp and it was one of those where the plows hadn't come through yet and so people were just kind of guessing oh where I hate was, this yeah. you know and someone makes a decision and then everybody else yep. just follows in that and I noticed I could see uh through to the pavement a little bit and I noticed that uh the tracks were actually really close to the uh side of the road and To be on like the gravel Mm -hmm. that bordered the road. And I thought, okay, let's correct just a little bit, get a little bit back more onto the road. And that's all that it took. And I was in a free spin. And I actually did a 180 spin across three lanes of traffic. Oh, God. That's so scary. Ended up in the left lane facing the oncoming traffic. Ah. But it was so bad that all the traffic was going really slow and I happened to slide into kind of a clear spot. And so they all saw it happening from far mm-hmm. away and they all like crawled to a nice. stop. And yeah. then I did like a three-point turn and turned myself around the right way. And then we all continued. <laughs>
4: <You're> like, <laughs> that didn't happen. Ignore that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh. I could have
1: died. Yeah. I think I'm going to cut out that That uh, five seconds of man saying, Oh God, oh God, oh God. I feel like that has universal (laughs) applications on this show. Oh God. (laughs) Uh, I've been on the witness end of that. When we were living in Rhode Island, there are uh, a stretch of 95, the big highway through Rhode Island and all of the East Coast. You know, there's something called the S Curves. I think every area has something that's called the S Curves. And in this particular stretch, there are sort of embankment walls on both sides of the highway and a fairly tall dividing wall between each direction. And so I watched a car just spin out a few years ago and just basically uh, uh, pinball its way through the S curves back and forth. And the car was okay because it was all happening fairly slowly, but like just back and forth and back and forth Mm -hmm. and both sides of this poor car took it. And then it ended up spinning around. We were all able to just sort of slowly navigate around it and avoid hitting it, but it was it was dramatic. I mean, I was I, I felt awful for the person in the car, and they seemed to be okay as we were driving away. So I I just decided not you know you, I, you can't stop no because it's too dangerous nope. to try to stop. So yeah.
4: it's crazy
5: that we drive cars. Like it's it like, is insane. It's ex- yeah. so dangerous, and we're all just so cavalier. I I'm not mm-hmm. that cavalier about it, honestly. I'm terrible. Like some part of my brain is terrified every time I get in the car and I, I wonder every single time if this is going to be the last <laughs> car ride I ever take, yep. you know, because it could be in, in an instant for any yes. number of reasons that are way out of my control or in my control, you mm-hmm. know. Right. You, you think about it, it's not just my dumb decisions, right. but it's the yes. dumb decisions of the thousands of other people yes. driving two-ton vehicles around yes. you. That's one of the reasons I hate, hated apartment living is because I, I felt like yes. my house is going to burn down and it's beca- be gonna, going to be because a college student fell asleep drunk and left their pizza in the oven which happened more than once when I was in college and I would just if I can't if it's not my fault and I can't be angry at myself I would just like murder somebody I
1: I don't know what I would do like
5: that that makes me so angry
1: Uh, yep
4: yeah
2: yep I think after I got my driver's license it was probably at least a year before I felt anything other than too terrified to drive on the highway Mm -hmm. like I took city streets for that whole first year because the idea of driving like 50 60 miles an hour is just scared me shitless yeah
1: Yeah. Uh, I still hate driving at night I mean I'm not particularly bad at it but I mean I I can drive with a certain amount of speed in daylight hours but at night I'm probably 10 miles an hour slower on the highway and just um, Mm -hmm. and as, as you guys know from the number of times you've gotten messages from me at a various bonvoy property <laughs> in utica <laughs> if i have to take the late sort of drive back from buffalo or to buffalo i break it up because it's yeah it's seven yeah. hours and i know i can do it safely in the dark but like i don't want to roll in at one in the morning half asleep and no. Yeah. No, risk that. that' would safe no. right and so i'd much rather just uh you know bank another bonvoy night and uh approach the summit in the morning so
5: since I got the Subaru, I haven't had any knock on wood. I haven't had any weird like spinning. I feel kind of invincible in that car. It's really yeah. amazing as far as like handling in the snow and stuff. It's got a really high clearance, so it doesn't get stuck, and it's four wheel drive, and it's substantial and heavy, and it's very comfortable. It has a heated steering wheel, so in the winter, I'm just sort of like, ah, this is great.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's worth it for my. Meredith's of mind. like, I'll drive for hours. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, I'm a pretty cavalier driver, as Bobby has witnessed. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I think I'm a really good driver. Well, I, I think I'm sometimes a careless driver, but I think I'm a good, like, I think I'm a, 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 confident driver. But the one time I really, really hate driving is I hate driving when it's, and this is, this is every, this is not unique. I hate driving when it's lightly misting. I hate mm. that drive. Like I, I just get so nervous. I never trust that my tires are going to Well, like, that's the, that's when the roads are most slippery, right? I when know, it first yes. starts to rain. Yes, yeah. I get so – that's when I do the, like, gripping the wheel and, like, I'm scooted up, like, against the steering wheel, mm-hmm. like, like an old lady. I I hate it, and I hate turning. Um, I, It just freaks me out. But otherwise, I think I am a little bit too cavalier. My, we always tease my dad because he's, like, the most cautious driver. He's mad at me because I, like, repeatedly called him a nerd last week, and he's like, I'm not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's – like, he'll break – if somebody breaks, you know – four car lengths ahead of him he'll quickly break and I'm like what are you doing he's like what do you want me to do hit them and I'm like <laughs> my dad is also
5: an extremely cautious driver and it's fun. it's kind of annoying I didn't I didn't notice it until I started driving but once I did I was just like oh my gosh he drives like a grandpa like he was 45 and he's driving like he's 85 that's and he right. always has and he always will
4: that's same with my dad the only thing that I'll say is I prefer that to I have there are certain people that I know that drive very aggressively, but also are not confident drivers. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes like I remember being with people who drive aggressively, but they're so confident that you're like, whatever, this is kind of fun. But there are certain people that drive aggressively that are not confident and yeah. second guess themselves. And those are the worst. Because, well, that's a dangerous combination. Yeah. yeah Cause you're mm-hmm. just constantly like, uh, 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 now I have to break. Like, what are you doing? And you know what?
2: I'd like to send a message to all the aggressive drivers out there. It's okay if you miss your exit. Yes. Yeah, you don't have to swerve oh, over no. two lanes and just
4: take the next one. And people, turn around. Ho- yep. people, hori- you can turn around. People horizontally changing lanes. You know what I mean? Like they're just like. Sc- careening over make me so mad because I'm like you didn't plan well enough like you should yeah. have been playing you should have planned this out well, whenever this is that happens fault.
5: to me I'm like well my bad I guess I'll just take a little long you know yes. like, it's my yes. responsibility and I messed up and I'll yes. you know take the guess extra three minutes. It's not live that bad in Albuquerque you. now it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see it, it all fine. the time. I mean Detroit is lawlessness on, <laughs> on the road like to the extreme. I've never ever seen anywhere as nuts as it is here. And you see that constantly people will turn left from an outside lane across <laughs> three lanes of traffic just because they feel like it and when the light is red, too. Like, it's just every illegal thing that uh, is possible. They just do it. So you just... Uh, th- maybe that's another reason I have this baseline terror <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> of <yes>. driving. <laughs> <'Cause>
3: you're <laughs> because you're living you, in, like, Mad Max. Yeah, so you like, I don't know. <laughs> yes.
5: But you see that thing where people just, like, go across the median yes. because they need to get at this exit. Like, <laughs> every time I'm driving. And, and that's oh. been... Like, I think I said this earlier on but it's it's been a huge relief of staying home as i don't have to drive hardly at all and it's wonderful
3: (laughs) yeah
5: yeah yep yep it's been great you know it's like i
2: in previous years i would drive up and see like you know the snow or or you see the weather report the night before the forecast Mm -hmm. and they're like it's gonna be a lot of snow and i'd be like oh no (laughs) and now it doesn't matter oh well who
4: cares
2: I mean, not, not to me, for the poor saps that have to go out.
5: I still
4: feel I mean, bad I still you, have but... a super
5: long driveway to shovel, but Ooh. I, when I'm not going anywhere, I'll just shovel the front walk for the, the post people, and that's it. The sidewalk. Yeah.
2: Like, who cares? Yeah.
5: Oh. I can get through the driveway snow with my Subaru, for sure. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just turning into a giant sponsored content thing it. for Subaru. I
4: know. I want a Subaru. <laughs> Um. All right. Enough with car talk. <laughs> Click and clack. <laughs> car talk. <laughs> um. I was just going to being the one besides Christy with uh small children on this podcast. Um. I have in the past. This is another thing. You know, we've talked about how, you know, COVID times it sucks and I hate it and I hate that I didn't get to see my family. But like, there are some bright spots to it. The bright spot is this year I was just like, fuck Christmas magic. I don't care. I'm only gonna do the stuff that I wanna do. I I want my children to have happy Christmases, but you know what? They are upper middle class children that run freely throughout the neighborhood. Like they're fine. Like they're gonna be fine. Sometimes
1: they're even wanted.
4: <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. Yes, my daughters there was a sign posted in the neighborhood that said Bridget Butler wanted. What well, it was like I could the comma was improperly placed. Although Anne attributed it maybe to a European system. an <laughs> yeah,
1: so interesting world. amount of money. Uh, the reward yeah. was either way too much or not enough. We're not <laughs> quite sure yet.
4: Um, but yes, their 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 lives are spectacular. They were always going to get Christmas gifts. I didn't, you know, my mom was a great, is a great mom, but it wasn't like, we didn't go caroling, we didn't do all that stuff. We watched Christmas movies and had good dinner, but it wasn't like she, I don't know, I felt like I had enough Christmas magic, and I hopefully she didn't like, you know, break her back to, to do it, and I was like, you know what, this year, we're going to put up lights, we'll put up the Christmas tree, because I like doing that kind of stuff, but I, we're not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it this year, and I was talking before the show started, and well, I would say sometimes I do a little bit more in the house than certain other people. My husband is very good at knowing what the kids want, and I just don't fucking care. Like, as far as toys and stuff, I just don't pay attention. I'm like, I don't, whatever. Anyway, so Santa brought them a Switch, which Dave had purchased, like, in November, luckily, because I think they're, uh, you know, they're kind of... I
2: thought you were supposed to send them out to the yard to cut their own Switch. <laughs> I know, I should have done <laughs> yeah. that.
4: Good one. Um... But then I was like, you have to put this all together. I just I can't I, I wrapped some presents. I watched the Family Stone. I kind of got drunk and wrapped some presents and that was the extent. And it was sort of nice. Like, you know, we had dinner with our family and the neighborhood that Christine who and we and it was we had Christmas Eve dinner and that was lovely and then we had them over for breakfast on Christmas Day. But otherwise I don't know. It was a really chill day. I made tamales and queso and some guacamole. And that was pretty much our Christmas. And it was very, very, very low key, but kind of lovely. Now, of course, the kids were crying about sharing the like switch controller or whatever. And that's when I turned into like psycho mommy where I'm like, it's going back. (laughs) We're taking it away. We're giving it to poor children. can each use one also. I know. know. Uh, Um, and there was some chaos with the left and right. I don't know, whatever Mm -hmm. they had, like, they had put it together incorrectly. It's fine. I, again, was like, I'm not, I don't want anything to do with this. I don't care. Um, y'all can figure it out. And if you can't, then you don't use it. So that's all I care about. But, uh, but it was actually a really nice Christmas. We did zoom with Dave's family. Uh, we were actually, this was crazy. We were going to zoom with my entire family. But my sister in Nashville Kristen lost all oh power. Oh gosh, Nashville. I mean she, I mean she she they, she said that they had a very like Dickensian Christmas because they had no <laughs> like they, I tried to call her landline, they I couldn't get through on her landline. My Oh because it went, damaged AT&T building, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I damn it like everything was out. And she said we we read books. The her her daughters went to their cousin's How house. How tragic. They, I know. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, so we had to postpone the Livingston Zoom because Kristen could not participate. I, everybody's okay. And she's Thanks. like, she's like, it's, you know, obviously worse things happened. It's not, you know, a nightmare. But she said it was just very, very odd. And they still can't even get through to AT&T, obviously, because it's just is is kind of chaotic. But sure. Um, but yes, but it was, uh, I mean, besides wow. that, it was a very, very low key uh, Butler
2: Christmas. Can you tell me a little bit more about this concept of holiday magic? Because I'm quite certain that neither of my parents have ever uttered that phrase.
4: It's so so weird, and I don't know. And I feel like it's like a sort of a new thing because my parents were definitely not obsessed with holiday magic. I mean, we would go look at lights around town, but there was not this expectation of like, and then on this night we're going to do this, and then we're going to make cookies, and then we're going to do this. And I don't know if I have like maybe because I work and I'm not, like, staying home and I've absorbed some sort of guilt about, like, oh, I need to make them have a magical Christmas and we need to make cookies and do these things that truly are not, like, I like Christmas, but it's not, I think so much of it is such bullshit and it's just checking a box. And I'm like, I just want to have fun and enjoy each other because we're home or whatever. I don't want to force anything to happen. And I, I have found myself getting caught up with, like, Oh, we got to do this. And we have to make sure we do this. And it's like, well, I mean, if we don't want to do it, then nobody's going to be happy if we do it. So why do it? You know, I mean, just that's, I'm trying to get that. I think it's fine to pick and choose the things that work for you and that don't. And, and
5: uh, maybe don't watch so many
4: (laughs) No, Well, and actually though, Bridget will be like, I don't do want to do like, sometimes I'm like, I think sometimes I'm not the mom that you want. I don't mean that in a sad way, but just more like she wants to do crafty shit and she wants Mm -hmm. to like, you know, and it's because she's seen it on some TV show. And I'm like, that's just not my thing. I do love going to look at lights. I do enjoy doing that. And I, you know, I don't mind watching a Christmas movie and whatever, doing all that stuff. But just trying to force everything, it's not my thing. Again, I will attend a party. Well, not right now. But, like, I'll attend a party, but I'm not going to plan it. So, I'm like, sorry, girlfriend. <laughs> that's why, for, like, my mom, I don't know, or parent, uh, like, Theories are like I will take you on adventures like I love I mean whenever we can love traveling I want to go take you places have experiences but but being crafty or forcing something is just not fun to me and I, I don't and I don't know it's like commodified for some reason and I don't know why hmm. Because, yeah, my parents did not. I mean, again, we had lovely Christmases, but it was not like this wholesome, like, oh, we're going to sit by the fire and read, you know, <laughs> a Christmas carol or Who something. Who does have those? Cr- I mean, that's not real. I know. I that's don't think like that's a, real. It's not. And there's like a, you know, a Facebook or Instagram sort of portrayal yeah. of it. I know. You know, like, let's, my idea was like, let's go watch, you know, the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol. <laughs> like, that's. that's
5: that's what I want. I mean our traditions were like leave mom alone so she doesn't murder everyone because <laughs> oh, no. she's cooking and what you know whatever it's like yep. uh,
4: nobody had the these perfect you no know, storybook christmases I no. don't think. No. No. Yeah the kids came in at 7 and we were like no yeah. Go away! <laughs> oh, there's definitely rules about like when you can wake the parents up and yes. what yes. you can do before
5: they wake up and what you can't. Like at a certain point, I think we were allowed to open our stockings on our yes, own. That's what they were it, like allowed oh, to sleep in a little yes. bit. <laughs> yes, we could make cereal and open yes. our stockings. <laughs> yes, exactly. Make okay. cereal? Well, you know, it's, that's, you that's gotta pour the milk. It's in. A lot of wor- Well, there was a there was a long time where my sister was too like too little and spindly to to carry a gallon of milk without spilling it everywhere. <laughs> so I was like her slave. I was like her milkmaid slave. she's like, I believe that's a milkmaiden.
3: Yeah.
4: But I think that's them. what... I think that's how Bridget feels because Rory's like Rory would one hundred percent find a way to open it before it got to the table yeah. and spill it all over the ground.
5: Well, and as middle child, my goal was to reduce conflict and reduce you yes. know problems, and so it was like, well, Mom's going to get real mad if this spills, uh, yes. so
4: I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I'm thinking like even even if next year if if uh, you know we don't if we all have vaccines and the world is it's somewhat normal. Who knows? I am going to continue with this where I'm like, no, we're just going to do things we want to do. And I don't want to stress out about it. I'm not going to stress out about buying. Well, I just don't buy presents really anymore. I buy presents for my kids and that's basically it. And Dave, Uh, anyway, it's
2: done. That's reasonable. And I, and I think that giving yourself permission to not do the things that you don't want to do means that sometimes I decide freely like I used to put my, so much pressure on myself that of all the Christmas cookies that yes. I had to make mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I would have the shopping list made out and I would have all the ingredients for Thanksgiving week and then the day after Thanksgiving I would you know be very organ. I mean this coming as a surprise to nobody I would be extremely organized about all of it and I have to get these done And this year I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what I feel like doing. If I don't feel like doing any cookies, I won't. And I ended up doing almost all of them
4: because I wasn't pressured to do it. Pressured, pressuring myself to do Mm -hmm. it. And
2: it just, it was like not a big deal.
4: It was like, oh, this would be fun. Let's do this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Uh,
2: Like, oh, I am going to make some peanut butter blossoms. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
1: Speaking of Christmas cookies, my brother-in-law apparently sent us a box of cookies and it is somewhere in ship mageddon oh, it's no. uh he said that that's specific- yeah they sent out a bunch to a bunch of different people and all the east coast people they sent them from outside of philly nobody got them but the person they sent cookies in california got there like two days after they went in the mail weird so yeah.
5: i think it's hitting the east coast really hard i haven't had any mail delays that i know of Everything's been pretty on time.
4: I had mail delays on like things that I ordered like for myself and it would, you know, it gets shifted. Actually, this was a large co- topic of conversation on our Butler Gavin Zoom yesterday where it was about like logistics and how this is, you know, such a burgeoning industry um, and how everything gets shifted at the last minute to USPS, which was fine but it's like all of a sudden I'm like where is it and the, I don't know where it is but I I'll, I'll, there were a couple of things that took like two or three weeks and then the one thing I ordered that I was like whatever I don't care I'm just ordering these pair of leggings for Amazon they can come next year I don't really give a shit they came like an hour later basically I'm <laughs> like yeah. I didn't need <laughs> of this course. but okay
1: uh butler gabin zoom is a good name can we can we can we call this the t she gabin zoom is that with with hyphens
4: no it was butler gavin but gabin is kind of fun
1: (laughs) i was thinking like gab in In, zoom kind of like rock and roll hall of fame yes i like it gabin zoom all right it's the t She gabin zoom all right well meredith you cooked everything
5: I sure did. I'm so tired today. And it's just because I i wasn't even really, I don't know. I didn't envision this was how the day was going to go. But I spent almost the entire day in the kitchen. And it was actually really fun. I'm just exhausted. Um, and I used every pot and pan and dish in the house. Um, so we started out, I, I knew we were going to have pretty rich food for most of the day. So I made, um, as a millennial, I made some avocado toast with tomato because I was like, let's get some vegetables before we destroy everything. <laughs> Um, and so the morning went out, you know, started out pretty tame. We had some coffee and then we did, uh, I, it wasn't a Zoom Christmas, it was a Google Meet Christmas because Gregory works at TM. Google and we have to do everything Google now. And it was actually really, it was fine. It was easy for everybody to figure out. Um, And uh, it was just with my mom, my sister, her boyfriend, and uh, my sister-in-law and Victor and Olivia, her two kids. My brother is a paramedic, and he was working, hopefully making triple time, um... And he hates video calls anyway. I think he probably would have avoided it
3: no
1: matter
5: what. <laughs> he <was> like, <laughs> Maybe he was hiding in the in the bathroom the whole time, and he was actually not working. I don't know. Um, but that's his that's his right. Um, so it was actually really delightful. We all um, we do a secret Santa for the adults, um, just so that we're not all buying presents for everybody because that's just kind of crazy. Yes, and gets overwhelming. So we yes. continued that, and we drew names. Um, and sent each other stuff so that that was actually kind of fun and then we always buy for the kids because that's really fun to watch them open and olivia wanted she made a she sat with her mom and made a little amazon wish list and had this enormous (laughs) stuffed owl on it very lifelike stuffed owl and I was like, I have to get that for her. <laughs> and it, I was worried that it wasn't going to come in time, but it did. And she opened it and loved it. And she was carrying it around. It was bigger than her whole torso. Um, <laughs> she's like a little over two years old now. And she was, she's got a little owl and a big owl. And so she was running around going, big, big, big.
6: This is her big owl. <laughs>
5: it was very cute. So she's like talking, walking like a champ. I think she's pretty much caught up to her peers Good. from her being born way 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 early so um it was really cool to see her and victor i got him a copy of overwatch which he, which he had already gotten another copy of because of how amazon does their wish lists <laughs> <laughs> which sucks <laughs> so he was like uh thanks but i already have he's at that age where he's like a little too honest he's like thanks yeah, but like, i already mm, got it you can lie about this <laughs> yeah you could just pretend and, you know just be happy that you've got 60 amazon bucks or whatever Um, but anyway, it was, it was, it was nice to see everybody. We don't usually do any sort of video. Like everybody in my family hates it. So we just don't do it. This is the first time we've ever done a a video call, but I haven't seen any of these people since, you know, February or January. Mm. So it was nice to at least see people and talk face to face ish. Um, so that was delightful. And then, and then kind of the cooking bonanza started. I made deviled eggs because that's a requirement for holidays. Um, I made... Gosh, I got some Kahlua, and we put that in our coffee. It was sort of like an alcohol-heavy day, too. I'm not feeling great today, Uh, and then we we had um, mimosas (laughs) after that, and then it was kind of just a a slow drip of mulled wine for the rest of the day. Um, But I made a pork roast. Um, It was really great. I made mashed potatoes. I made green beans, um, and somehow that all took me all day to like clean up and prepare. Oh, I made apple pie. That was what I wanted to talk about. I made many apple pies in those little tins that I made Cute. the first time and it was perfect. They turned out great. They weren't beautiful. Um, I still have to work on my crimping technique and, and, and rolling them out, not too thin, but you know, enough to where I have overhang to crimp it together. Um, but they tasted great. So that was fun.
2: Christmas apple pie, yum yum. And yum. you've
1: created uh, just a a pie uh, <laughs> a, a explosion. Yep, a, a tishy pie boom.
5: Pie explosion. Yeah, I'm. A, I feel like I'm a professional. Now. I'm like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I've made pies.
1: Well, three
2: this times. is the thing. This is the thing about Meredith is she's not one of those people that's just like, yeah. Well, now I've done that. I can move on. She, you know, you really kind of are, are a project person. Yeah, and you like to like develop and get better and that's very cool it was
5: really fun and it's gratifying and it's extra fun that you have a super delicious thing at the end so yeah no kidding (laughs) so that was my Christmas it was great um and Gregory and I just did stockings we decided you know not to really do present we don't need to buy each other stuff if we want something we'll just buy it (laughs) Yeah, yeah um for ourselves so but we do stockings and I don't know if I don't know how famous Zingerman's is outside of Michigan but um it's a de- it started out as a deli in Ann Arbor which is where the University of Michigan is and they have expanded they started with like a mail order business and now they have a coffee place and a co- a candy shop which is extra dangerous and a creamery where they, you know, sell cheese and it's all really amazing gourmet, wonderful, super expensive stuff. And now Gregory works like a mile away from the candy shop. So
3: he, he, went, Ooh, no. he went the other
5: day and just got all sorts of stuff for my <laughs> stocking. So Aww.
1: it's dangerous, but delicious. Uh, On the Christmas tip and the baking thing, you know, so I, all I did yesterday was I decided that we would just do a steakhouse dinner. Like, I didn't want to do a big turkey or a big roast, and we don't really have the capacity for that anyway. So I just bought a couple of moderately priced steaks to do on the grill pan and did baked potatoes in the oven and microwave steamed broccoli. And that was it, and it was simple, and it was great. That sounds uh, wonderful. But I also tried to make popovers yesterday, and I brought the popover pan from the house because it was still in Buffalo. And I got the oven hot, and I did it the way I've, I've – I tried a slightly different recipe – that I've used in the past, and I I just failed miserably. Something, just the pan wasn't hot enough, and I didn't preheat the pan because this recipe didn't call for it, and that was a mistake. And so they didn't pop over.
3: They just oh. popovers, <laughs> popovers.
1: that didn't. That's their whole <laughs> job, oh, no. right? You had you one had job, one job, and they just didn't pop. They popped under, and I ended up making popovers. <laughs> I ended up making popovers three times yesterday. Oh no. Lord. Because I was just dema- I insisted and by the time I got to the third batch, they they sort of popped. They semi popped.
4: You like went insane <laughs> yesterday. You're like
1: well, I just, we had nothing going on. We weren't doing anything and I just thought, fuck, I'll do it again. Because I mean, if you've ever made popovers, it's basically just somewhere between a pancake batter and a crepe batter. So it's it's not hard. Like it's just you know, eggs and milk and flour and 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 you just in a little bit of salt and you just whip the hell out of them and then you pour them into a hot pan and then you let them go for like forty minutes and so it, it the assembly does not take that long and the cleanups actually not that bad either so I just figured well I'll do it again well I'll do it again and so Aww. we have a lot of mediocre popovers left over but dinner was great it was so nice not to do a big huge holiday meal just. You know, two steaks in the grill pan. I got my perfect little diamond pattern on the steaks, and uh, I believe that was a grill pan that I've recommended here in the past, a fairly recent purchase, and uh, it was it was delightful. And it was just uh yeah a lot of whiskey and a steak. Merry Christmas to me. That sounds me. nice. That yeah, does. It <laughs> sounds really good. Very um, uh, what's his name from Parks and Rec? Just uh, uh, just just a a lot of bourbon and red meat and <laughs> a baked 20. potato. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So,
2: and then oh Sam. God, how did we not know that Bobby is Ron Swanson? Yeah. It makes
1: sense. It does kind of make sense. <laughs> uh, except for the except for the being a libertarian part. Yeah. Really, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Thankfully. Uh, yeah. And we did do gifts this year because Sam insisted. And some years we don't, but she just really wanted to get me a present this year, and so Sam got me an espresso maker, Ooh. which is nice because our coffee maker is on its last legs, and now it'll be americano for everyone. Nice. Um, And I got her gardening stuff. I got her an Etsy fancy window hanging thing that holds potted plants. And I'm going to encourage her to just turn the apartment into an urban garden, which she looked at me after she opened it and said, That's very hipster, isn't it? All (laughs) these apartments full of plants everywhere. And I said, Yep.
3: Yep. It (laughs) is. And I encourage it.
1: That's what I'm doing. And I don't care. (laughs) Meredith, you have a nice. Glass case with some of your plants in it, don't you? Yes,
5: yes. And this is a whole universe that I've recently learned about. And it's people who buy these. There's two different types of IKEA glass display cabinets. And I never, ever would have considered buying these. I've seen them before when I was there. And I was like, oh, those are cute. But what am I? I, It's not like I have China. What am I going to do with that? What are you going to do with a curio cabinet? Yeah. (laughs) But there's a whole community of people. And there's a a really prolific Instagram account of people. I think it's called Ikea greenhouses or something. Um, And it's people who turn these things into little greenhouses and some will go to the extent of replacing, it comes with glass shelves and they'll replace them with wire shelves for circulation and they'll put humidifiers and fans and they'll, you know, seal the edges with silicone to, to keep the humidity super high for certain plants and things like that. Um, So I have one in my office. I'm looking at it right now and it's really delightful and it's, it started because I had some poisonous plants, um house plants, but I just oh, kept them at right. work and I can't, I can't do that anymore. Um and I don't want the cats to eat them, right? So yeah. I was like I want some way to keep these plants alive but not kill my cats. And also like indoor greenhouses are so fun. Friggin ugly. I didn't want like this big plastic covered like I
1: thing. I thought about <laughs> buying Sam one and then I didn't one because it, it's the wrong season so it's hard to find one, but mm. also yeah, they're really ugly. I just found an article on hunker.com though that is exactly all of this and I think I'm going to send it to Sam now because the last part of my gift to Sam was I didn't spend all that much on you between Etsy and the garden supply store for some pots. But your job is to now go spend more money than I want to think about Mm -hmm. to make all this happen.
5: Well, they're cheaper than buying an indoor greenhouse and all the accoutrements that go with it. So I got some grow lights on Amazon. I actually, there's no plug anywhere near the thing. So I have it on a battery. (laughs) I just got it like a substantial, you know, iPad charging battery. And I just charge it at night and plug it in every day. So it's like... I mean, it's not as easy as if I had it on a timer, but my, I'm planning to get another one, a taller one for the sunroom and putting um, cacti in it and kind of segregating my um, dry ones, you know, the, the ones that need uh, less humidity and the ones that need more. And then th- there's tons of plugs in that room. So I'll have that one on a timer and probably have a little humidifier in there.
1: We got to keep the show moving because now on the sidebar of this hunker dot com article, I'm seeing here are Joanna Gaines' favorite house plants,
4: <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: and I'd like to get to that. So, oh
4: man, <laughs>
2: all right, well, I'll my, I'll move on to my um, Christmas um, frivolities. Uh, I hadn't planned to bring this up, but it, guys, I I did have a baking project is that well a baking and construction mm-hmm. project because I made some gingy bread houses oh, yeah. for the first time this year and I had never tried it before and this uh, actually I thought about doing it last year at the last minute and then I was like no. eh, it's December that's not right a right last right minute thing about more. this yep so I actually got all the decorating stuff candies Uh, weeks ago and I was really irritated because I didn't want to buy a kit and not just for like the construction like I can bake my own gingerbread for God's sakes but I didn't want to have like the pre-chosen set of candies and stuff so I gathered things hither and yon to you know fill a target bag full of candy for decorating Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) totally decorating (laughs) decorating and uh, I I am on it's funny you say this about the popovers Bobby I am on version 3.0 of gingerbread house oh. because the first one I did I just thought maybe I would try to adapt my Swedish gingerbread recipe and I was like I don't know that this is going to work but it's really good tasting I'm going to give it a try I'll just cut it thicker and that didn't that didn't work it's not structurally sound so then I found a traditional gingerbread recipe and that went great except I made a teeny tiny construction <laughs> error that uh resulted in me having to take it apart, you really didn't really uh, throw off the whole thing, do it you
1: didn't code it correctly, did you were your were you uh two by four is too wide apart in the walls, or <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the thing is that actually the side was exactly the same length as the roof, so there was no roof. Overhang Oh mm. so you had to set it up in a certain way, whatever I can not ex- I can't explain this <laughs> in an audio medium. I'd have to show you pictures. so the roof w- didn't fit on the house; it was too small, so there was nothing to rest the roof on, so I had to take it apart, and that uh, resulted in me having to use a lot of icing to get it back together and it looked sloppy, and I was like, I can do better than this so I made version oh. And I made the exact same construction error. Oh,
5: no. Because
2: I got it backwards in my head how I had done it the way before. And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, I'll just do it the other way, meaning that I did it the same way. So I had to take that apart. But then I really carefully wiped the icing off and redid it so that looked better. And then yesterday I decorated it all. So now I have the version 1.0 went in the garbage because it just couldn't even be constructed but I have two and three that I don't know what's going to happen with them Mm. but it was fun it was fun and the first and version 1.0 I tried to make a more complicated one because I was like I can make a two-story one with roofs and cool window cutouts and you should not start with that (laughs) you need to try a little something a little
1: Simpler. So... Build a little bungalow before you go all Frank Uri on us. And...
3: <laughs> exactly.
5: <laughs> I made one once. It was, um, so I had liver surgery in, oh, gosh, 2010. And it was in November, like mid-November. And so it was kind of Christmassy when I, as I was still recovering. And I was home for like a month and in just tons of pain on lots of drugs. And I was starting to feel a little bit like more human Um towards the middle of December, but I was still stuck at home and I was super bored. So I was like, maybe I'll just go Christmassy like decoration and stuff. And so I forced my dad, my dad was like in Detroit taking care of me. And so I forced him to drive me to the store and get, you know, candy and and stuff. And what I did was, um, I didn't use a kit or anything, but I made it out of cardboard first to make sure that it was, you know, generally structurally sound and then use that as templates to cut out my, my gingerbread. And that worked pretty, pretty well.
3: Yeah, you guys are. I had a good. Time <laughs> I love it because I'm like,
4: Bleh. you know, I say, well, yeah, I, we've covered uh, that you're not a crafty, mom. That's no, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. No, I, love I it. mean, version I love 1. It. 1.0 that the templates
2: I found printed out way too small, and so I had to scale them up, and oh, I weird. needed lots yeah. of like waxed poster board to do that. Well, it was a thing. So next year. I will do better. But that was a fun experiment. And then for Christmas, actually, uh, well, I went over to my mom's in the evening and it was just the two of us and the aforementioned 13-pound turkey, of which 11 pounds of leftovers are Mm. in my refrigerator right now, and the mashed potatoes and the stuffing and uh, green beans and all the good stuff. And then we had a Zoom with both of my brothers and their peoples and my stepsisters and it was nice to just check in with everybody and um but the the thing that i want to talk about is that i was talking with matt and his meredith because it's not you Meredith did not head out to San Francisco but Matt and his Meredith not to your knowledge uh, <laughs> well um, it's a lot of drugs they were, like, <laughs> they were they were having a very like PJ Christmas day which i really think is the best way to do it yeah. and they they said guess what we watched today <laughs> i don't know and they said we watched a princess for Christmas oh, so and then sorry. we listened to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> and, and Meredith was like, and it was so good because every time I had a criticism or a comment, I wanted to bring up, you guys made it. it felt very vindicated.
4: Yes. Yay! See, we do have so, a
2: service. <laughs> yep. So we were talking then about Christmas movies and my mom had said when we were talking about what we were going to do, that we would have dinner and talk to people and then Maybe she and I could watch a movie together, and she is really not much of a movie person, so it's not something we do very often. But I thought, okay, fun. So if we, she's like, if you want to watch a Christmas movie or any movie, we can do that. But then, in the general conversation about Christmas movies, somebody mentioned Die Hard, mm, yep.
3: Yep. and whether
2: Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. And I said, it depends. You know, wh- what are we judging on? Is it the context? Uh, I mean, is it the is it the setting of the movie or is it the content of the plot that determines what, whether or not it's a Christmas movie? Right, because if you're uh, if you're saying that it's when and where it's set, then obviously it's a Christmas movie. But my mother said, oh, I've never
5: seen Die Hard. Let's watch that. (laughs) My sister watched it for the first time too. She was like, she put on Facebook the other day, like, oh, now I know why I know the name Hans Gruber. I didn't. (laughs) 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 So I ended
2: up watching Die Hard with my mother and we got about, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes in where the first real big, like, gun battle scenes are. And she says to me, so is this what the whole movie is? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And and we watched it. And she, after all, she was like, oh, this is so ridiculous. This is just so ridiculous. And I was like, Mom, I said that I thought it was probably the greatest american 80s action movie i didn't say that meant it was realistic <laughs> or good. or you know well i mean it it's is good, but we yeah. she ended up really enjoying it it's actually i had forgotten how witty it is a it lot is. of it is
1: it's a good it's a pretty it's a surprisingly good movie cross genre i mean a good movie yeah alan
4: rickman is amazing
1: so he's yep. so yeah. good so good
4: so good yeah. in
2: that movie. But there's a lot of like funny jokes and the action is completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But and then we even had a conversation afterwards about how, you know, one of the things that sets it apart from other action movies is that um, it, it is that Bruce Willis is not that sort of invincible Uber mensch superhero kind of, you know, just mows down everybody and is uninjured that Tom McClane is really. Beat up and injured
1: like and shoeless scared. Right, he's right. and, Yep,
2: yeah. yep. Like he takes a beat I mean, in that movie. We're
1: talking about this coming out a few years after moonlighting. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Willis yeah. is just a different Yes.
2: Yeah. Totally a different kind. And my mom was like, Well, now I've seen an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> <The> <laughs> end. Literally, my mother had never watched an action what? movie in her wow. life. Yep. Wow. Yep. And I'm like, well, I'm glad I was done. <laughs> yeah. Next yeah. Christmas,
1: lethal weapon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Ooh, that is another It's good a Christmas one, movie. It? It's yep. a Christmas movie. I don't know how I would feel watching it now. Yeah. yeah I know. I'm not a fan of Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Have not been for a long time, but God, he was great in that movie. This is an art from the artist situation. It's complicated. I know. Yeah. Mm hmm. And then I actually watched the Lethal Weapon TV show. Was that a CBS I one? I believe so. Probably. That they did just the last few years, and that actually was surprisingly fun. And the guy who played the Mel Gibson role was terrific. In it, and then it came out that he was abusive of on course. set, and he got of fired. Course. And I was like, God damn it!
1: <sighs> damn. Come on, guys. So now we just have to fall back on the Hawaii Five O reboot.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that one has been on forever. I, yeah. I mean, not NCIS forever, but a long time. I've,
1: I've seen maybe three or four minutes of it total, so I have no idea if it's good or that, not or what. That's with, but.
4: like, Scott. Um, yeah. What's his face? Scott Mine, Scott Scott yeah. A little yeah. miniature. And Alex
2: Olaf.
4: Who they always try to make. Dave and I, like, have this category of actors. It's, like, actors who they're always trying to make happen that just, like, haven't yep. happened. <laughs>
2: um, and he's just kind of... <laughs>
4: But yeah exactly yeah.
2: he's pretty but in a nondescript way yeah but they I did watch some of that in the early seasons and he and Scott Cotton had really great chemistry and so that was what kind of made it work but then it just it got really boring and then all the Asian actors you know left the show because they were being paid far less <laughs> than their white <laughs> co-stars <Coast>
4: <laughs> weird how it works like that sometimes.
6: Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. TV
2: just, I'm starting to think it might not be a really healthy no, industry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you think we're ready for a Nash Bridges reboot? Just wait <laughs> oh.
2: Can you do a Nash Bridges without Cheech Marin? <laughs> so, yeah,
1: who would who would be the Cheech Marin of oh, 2021? Lord. Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh,
5: There's got to be some stoner comedian out there. Oh, no, yeah. Um I was going to say Joe Rogan. That's not the... Uh, oh, my God. Seth, R- Seth Rogan, right? Right.
4: Yeah.
6: Oh, Seth yeah, Rogen. Yeah, when he's
4: when he's on Harder Times, he'll be like, yeah. you know, let's yeah. do this. Yeah. Let's find a... And whatever happened to Joe Rogan? He, I think
2: he's he was cute on news radio. He lives doing his creepy Pot. podcast. I know, but...
1: I know. Like, I liked I, him I think Anne is and... sincerely asking not where is he, but whatever <laughs> happened to him? What, what the hell happened? How did happened? we
4: get to this point? Right. I think he lives, like, five miles away from me, which is... Oh, I thought he Friday. lived in LA for some. reason. No, the, everybody's moving to fucking Austin, oh, so yeah. it's like him and that Tim Ferriss guy. I think lived down Ugh. here, and, and the whatever, they're all moving down here.
1: I'm <laughs> sick um, of these
4: productivity bros. I know.
1: I've been listening to podcasts that have ads for Blinkist. That, oh yeah, that, oh, the, the service that will do a book report for you, basically <laughs> on a book. And uh, I think it's funny that there's a Blinkist on the four hour work week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just the best argument that i've heard made for blinkist is that you can listen enough to the contents of the book to decide whether you want to read the whole thing i'm like okay mm, i can get yeah. behind that but the you know 21st century cliff's notes audio cliff's notes come on
1: guys Anna's... just so that you can prove you're smart at yeah exactly and you're the only person who's not Thinking about using Blinkist to pretend you read to cheat. things, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, and that's our ad for Blinkist. Use, uh, use code uh, TISHI at check out for a zero percent savings because it won't work. <laughs> uh, so I'll-
2: and a stupid stupid spelling. Sorry, Bobby. I interrupted you for the second time when you were trying to do a segue. But, but bleak ist with ist, it's stupid, stupid. Yes. No, stupid. I, 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 I'm I, think, sorry.
1: I think we agree. I think you have, I think that's one bit of unanimous uh, consent that we can actually pass, which is that uh, <laughs> that is stupid. Uh, no, I just, I, I'm going to put wrestling and Joe Rogan into the show description and then we're going to get. <laughs> oh, man. Uh No, and this was a smooth transition. This is the transition to a, a sort of a, a tickler file item that I think we shouldn't even get into today. But I, I'll i just throw it out there to seed for future weeks when we'll be scrambling for show topics. Because I think, I, for one, we're going to get them the, the t she Cinema Road Trip back on track sooner yes. or later. Yes. Mm-hmm. But also Christmas had me thinking because, you know, Sam and I watched It's a Wonderful Life last night, which we will not debate the merits of here we did not watch it on christmas eve like you usually do but we watched it last night instead we watched the colorized version just to mix things up Whew, wild and um and it got me thinking what movies have you seen the most like the most number of times have you watched because for me watching it's a wonderful life probably almost every christmas since i was a kid so i've probably seen it 30 something times Uh, And Die Hard's probably on that list, too, although we did not watch Die Hard yet this year. Uh, But because of the holiday connection, uh, White Christmas, we watched White Christmas the other night, so I've probably seen White Christmas, you know, 20 times in my almost 35 years of existence, so... What movies have you seen the most, and and then I probably think whatever we owned on VHS as a kid. Yeah, I probably yeah. did, but I don't remember that distinctly watching it that many times. So I probably saw The Little Mermaid fifty times. <laughs> mm.
3: So
2: so this is not necessarily um, just a Christmas question, right? This
1: is any Well, right. I, I think it's just that we watch the because most? Christmas instills that annual uh repetition you know if you've got a flag day movie that you watch every flag day then i suppose that would also compete (laughs) (laughs) and like yeah tv specials sure too like i probably see like the various peanut specials and things every year because they're on but um Mm. space camp yeah yeah there you go space 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 camp camp.
2: without a doubt
1: that might be a fun i'll just uh, put it out there for future considerations uh you know
4: i really have to ponder it because there's some that like I've watched so many times, but they're, you know, it's hard because it's not necessarily my favorite movie, but they would just be on, you know, and you're like, right. all right, fine. It's, like, Grease is probably mine, if, like, we're being honest. Because when Bridget and I were watching, I was like, I know every word Is Now, I haven't watched it a ton in the last 20 years, but in my first 22 years of life, it was like, that was the movie that I had seen by far the most.
1: Yeah, mm. and then there were the movies that come on TV that, like, you'll just watch if they're on, like... If if Last Crusade is on, uh hell yeah, we're, we're gonna it. we're gonna watch it. Oh, and so I don't so know how you fractional, you know, how you count watching the last two thirds.
4: <laughs> Dave always gets mad at me. I mean, I've said this before. When I, I mean, when we had cable, and I would find um, you know, something on TBS or whatever, and just watch it. And he's like, "You have this on, you know, DVD or whatever. We own no, it in you some can format watch it and without say, commercials. I know, but I just like that. It's like kismet. Like it was meant to be. I was meant to just and like the action of me choosing i don't i just want it to fall in my lap i don't want to choose it i want it to cho- I want it to choose me <laughs> uh and then
5: yes I,
2: the last crusade kind of skews me out yeah, a little bit yucky i well, don't like the idea that Indy and dr dr father jones <laughs> sleep with this uh, it's, it's disgusting
4: it's it's icky uh, i my history or my like i mean i adore it and it's a completely problematic. I okay, so when I was little, the first one I remember seeing I mean, I'm sure I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark, but the first one I remember seeing in the movie theater was um Temple of Doom and I hated it. I hated it. I hated it and it scared me so badly and it's disgusting. And I remember when Last Crusade came out, it was the summer of 89. It was a really big blockbuster summer because that was also the summer that Batman came out. Um, and But I, my dad was like, let's go see Last Crusade. And I really didn't want to see it because I hated Temple of Doom. I was kind of scarred by it. But I was, whatever, 11 or 10 or whatever and didn't have a choice in the matter. So I went and I just loved it. And, you know, I, like, love World War II Nazi shit. I mean, I don't like... Nazis, but I, like,
1: love... So that's where Rory gets it. <laughs> I <know. saying. laughs>
4: but I love, like, they're being such a bad person that it... I don't yeah. know. I just kind of, like, fell in love with it. So, but yes, it, it's totally disgusting. They, like, fuck the same girl, and it is weird and gross.
3: Yeah.
1: We've said before that uh, the best thing about Indiana Jones 1 and 3 is that Nazis are a universal enemy. Yes. yes. Like, it's sad that the world is not in that place now, yeah. where... <laughs> you can use now, just a automatically shorthand enough. for bad guy yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: and honestly i think a lot of the religious stuff went over yes. my head yeah mm-hmm. like i didn't understand what i mean i guess i wasn't that young but i didn't really understand the ark of the covenant yeah. and yeah, the I didn't you, the holy grail and all of that yeah. stuff so no,
5: I know know I've seen Sound of Music probably 30 times because it was one of those, we had the VHS and it was just something like, well, if we don't know what to watch, let's just watch Sound of Music. And we started watching that when I was so young. I didn't know, I didn't understand who the bad guys were. I was just like, they're bad. You know, like I didn't know anything about Nazis or the history. I was probably four or five, you know, when I first saw it. So like, what do I know about Nazis at that age? (laughs) And I didn't,
2: I didn't understand why, I mean, I knew it was bad, but I didn't understand why it was so bad that Yes. Right. An oh yeah. yeah. Me neither.
5: And I didn't understand what was happening when they were running away.
4: Like none of it made sense. I was just like, oh, f- nice songs. All I know is, and I have talked about this in multiple chats over the past, honestly, like month, is that um, the Baroness von Schrader, her dress that she wears at the ball is the best dress. Oh my god, it's amazing. She was a little bit maligned. I understand why she was pissed and she has a beautiful gold lamé dress that I yeah. would like to have. And that swoopy like 60s. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
3: She's yeah, gorgeous. Really like. <laughs>
1: yeah, she is. She is. Oh, goodness. So yeah, think about that for future. <laughs> it's not going to be the question of the week because we've got a better question of the week, but we're going to, we'll have to come back around to that at some point. Um, And I think, I think that's it for small talk. <laughs> <Wow>. Oh, really? <laughs> Uh, So, Anne, care to take us to the mailbag? Yes, Yes, indeed.
2: Let's try not to spend too much time on this. But our question of the week last week, our very clever question was, what aren't you doing this year for Christmas? We got some great responses. I'm going to power through them. Gregory says this this year for Christmas, he is not spreading coronavirus. That's true. And I think, honestly, that was my favorite answer. (laughs) And not just because he's my boyfriend, but I think it's great. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Amanda said not baking cookies, not having a party, not stressing about having things be just right. Good enough is good enough. Very nice. yeah. Yeah. You, Hillary, you and Amanda should talk about holiday I magic. Know. I, think. I know. And speaking of holiday magic, Christine says my annual cookie party at which I bake 200 cookies and let God. kids
4: decorate them while Oof. the adults
2: binge on hors d'oeuvres or Hors d'Oeuvre's,
4: <laughs> and champagne cocktails. Well, and that's also become a party for Rory, because I'm like, oh, look, it's about the same day. Rory, this is your birthday party. And I-, <laughs> mm, I don't love that. <laughs> um, and I am also, I am that adult that binges on Hors d'Oeuvre's and champagne cocktails regularly. Excuse me, that's Hors d'Oeuvre's. <laughs> i uh,
1: I was going to say, full points to Christine for spelling hors d'oeuvre's completely correctly. Yeah. Yep.
2: yep. There's just so much more um, uh, letters.
1: A lot of vowels. A lot of vowels. Word, <laughs> you don't think should be there. Yeah. You know, Ink. bonus points would have been the little OE symbol where they're connected. But that's asking a lot. Oh. That's unnecessary. A
2: lot from Facebook. Right. Exactly. And Facebook interface. Um, Anne says, I'm not working. Or the day after or the day after oh. that. And, you know, as a business owner, that's a big deal, yeah, yeah, it Uh Also not seeing our kid for the first time in 21 Ooh. years Aww. and not putting up the tree, though I did get a tiny one. Kalen uh, says, my husband has never spent Christmas without his family and I've been doing it with them since 2002. We're staying home this year. Uh, In the same vein, Sarah says, not seeing anyone except my husband and kid. Looking at the upside, that this is probably the only Christmas for many, many, many years to come that we will get to do nothing. And if it weren't for the reason, I'd be thrilled about it.
4: Yeah. That's good, Sarah.
2: That's kind of a glass half full approach for that. Uh, Kevin says, not going to my in-laws for any festivities. I can't tell Kevin (laughs) if that's a good (laughs) thing or a bad (laughs) thing. (laughs) Uh, lane says oh this one's so touching lane says i'm not having christmas with my dad my mom died unexpectedly in january 2019 and we couldn't have christmas together in 2019 because i had sinus surgery on december 26th i was living in california my dad lives in wisconsin and i still carry a lot of self-imposed guilt from that year especially as an only child though neither of us would consider gathering this year The last time we tried to have Christmas together as a family was 2015, but that year my parents' electricity went out in a snowstorm, so we couldn't. Upper Midwest, (laughs) am I right? (laughs) You are right, Lane. I then moved to Chile in 2016 and only back to the U.S. in 2018, so my last family Christmas happened long before I was ready. Can you tell I'm all up in my feels this year? It's very uncharacteristic of me, but you know, 2020. It will just be me and my partner who can't see his family in Chile this year and our pup we adopted this year. So grateful for that little family. Cool. Oh, Lane, you got a lot going yeah, on so in so your right. brain. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think you your wording indicates that you know that this self-imposed guilt is something that you don't need to carry, but that you still are. But if you need permission, I give you permission to set aside any guilt for not being at christmas because you were having surgery okay uh, yeah um yep we i think all four of us grant you oh, yes. permission yes. yeah i mean i have little
1: to no authority here but it's never stopped me before
2: <laughs> go <laughs> pet that doggy. yeah he's cute she i can't remember do we know what gender that dog uh, is but i've seen pictures it's a
1: construct don't, don't worry about it
2: oh right okay um, Morgan says, I already have baked cookie press cookies, made toffee, and I'm going to make nuts and bolts. I'm not having Christmas Eve at my mom's or Christmas morning at my sister's, but the biggest thing is that I did not work on the nutcracker this season. Oh. Oh. Morgan. I mean, I assume that's something that you like doing, yeah. so whatever. Um, Peter made me <laughs> laugh out loud. <laughs> this year, Peter is not doing your mom. <laughs> I did laugh. A I was like, one. not in the spirit, but I will take it. <laughs> I know. Julie says possibly not putting on makeup. No. Good for you. Yeah. Here, here sister. Yeah. Yep. Heather says not not working and not not being a little bitter about this holiday and this wait year. Wait a minute. If I'm being honest. <laughs> I know I'm confused. No, that's not the question. It's not not the question. wait. <laughs> Huh. Uh, Leslie says working I almost always work on holidays This year I'm not Which is sort of a bummer Since I don't wish to go anywhere Or have people in my <laughs> house Yeah you know, Such is life uh, Edward also says not working Not going to my friend's Christmas Eve open house party mm-hmm. uh, Denny said I'm not making a turkey dinner with sides. I am not seeing my son And his wife in person I was like oh way to end no, it with a downward, kind of made Denny. Me, A
5: lot of these made me kind of
2: sad oh, <laughs> yeah but again, not working, not going to my sister in law's for dinner, Alicia said, disappointing one family because we can't be in two places at once. No one has to pretend like it's okay and they understand. Twenty twenty, it's not okay and no <laughs> oh, one understands.
3: Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> Can
2: all be completely honest about how much this yep. sucks. Mm-hmm. Ann Louise says, not supervising distance <laughs> learning for 12 days. Yay. God bless. Yay. There's a positive yes. one. <laughs> Jean says, I am not attending Christmas Eve candlelight service. Grieving for that, but honestly glad I'm retired so that I don't have to work at live stream and not to be preaching. Mm. My mom did two Christmas services. She said, because the, there's two churches. Like, another church merged with hers, so she watched one of their services streaming and the other one of their services streaming. So all the church people can still get their religion, at least, hopefully. But the candlelight services—it is nice to be with people.
1: There was an interview with uh, one of the local—I don't know if it was a priest or a local bishop or something from the Catholic diocese here in Boston, where they came on the news and said, now we're going to do— Live stream options for those who want to do it that way, but this is not an excuse to be in your pajamas and to not take it seriously. What? And so, I, oh, screw that. I just envisioned all of these Catholics sitting at home in their shirts and ties and dresses. No thanks. <laughs>
2: uh, Someone lives in a fantasy world.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, Ashley says, I'm not a fan of holidays. I don't like being told when I have to celebrate. So, I'm glad that I can decide when slash how this year. Nice. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Maggie said, driving to other people's houses. House emoji, yellow heart (laughs)
3: emoji.
2: (laughs) Can be nice. And Sam said, for this Christmas, he is not having brunch on the moon.
1: I mean, and Sam, when you have that kind of attitude,
2: (laughs) of course you're not going to have brunch on the moon. There's always... You put a little effort. Next year.
4: (laughs) Maybe next year we'll be like, I'm getting off this planet. I'm sure Elon Musk will figure it out with oh, Joe Rogan. God. He's another one that moved to Austin. God. Ugh. Gross. Get out of here, creeps. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about
2: these guys that get money and then they get swole? And I then do- they get it, gross. Uh, I don't know. And they get
4: like hair transplants. Ugh. It gives me willies. <laughs> I don't like
1: it.
3: Ugh. I don't
1: know. All right, well. Wait, Ladies, how, you've convinced how me I'm not that... going to get swole and gross.
6: <laughs> how, how did we end
2: that segment of nice
6: things from people with Joe Rogan sorry, and sorry.
2: Elon Musk it was going to
5: the going moon? moon. will be know, to to do that soon.
1: I occasionally remember that Elon Musk is married to Grimes and it makes me sad.
5: And they have a baby named I know. Machine sorry. Noises. I don't even... <laughs> I never find out find out what
2: the name actually is. In fact, I don't think I even knew what the unpronounceable name was because I
4: was like, "This is stupid." Oh, yeah, it's all stupid. It's all stupid. Yeah. Luckily, they're very very rich, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. All right. Should we do some T.G. recommends? Oh wait, no. Question of the week. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is the well, most we, important oh, part. Right. This is the most yeah. important part. We right. need and you guys. This is
1: yeah. and if you've made it this far into this. you're you're the listeners who we want answering this question of the week Uh, question of the week this week listeners uh, what would you like from this show has everything in 2021 so this is sort of a uh, uh, sort of a lead up to new year's resolutions right so instead of just assuming that we're going to promise to go to the gym for a month and then give up um, we want to improve and of course we want 2021 to be a better year than 2020 and we we don't want every episode to be like this where we just fire up the mics and bullshit although when we only do it on occasion we actually do put a nice little package together here i think it's um fun. so the question of the week again is what would you like from us from the show has everything in 2021 are there segments or topics or things you want more of or like or don't like or whatever tell us what you want more of next year and we'll we'll put that into consideration as we're figuring out what we do next uh with the next uh, year of shows,
2: my goal, my personal goal for Tishy in twenty twenty one, is that we will get the grease to yes. sing along. Yes, mm-hmm. watch along. We haven't. I mean, all It's just a,
5: it's just a technical nightmare. <laughs> right. Right. We did some
2: some test stuff back in like April, mm-hmm. and then we just you know nothing really worked the way that we wanted to do, and we just. Raised the specter again a couple of weeks ago, so I definitely still do want to do yes. the Grease to watch yes. along.
4: It's very important. Yep. It is so. Yeah, t- tell us what you want, Hillary.
1: What do you recommend?
4: Um, okay, so I really like have taken into like not doing Christmas magic into just watching a shit ton of TV in my bedroom. Um, closing the doors. So n- well, that's a different <laughs> kind of Christmas. <laughs> magic. No, it's my funny. personal Christmas magic. So I caught. Well, so we finally got um, th- praise Jesus. The uh, the Christmas miracle happened, and that Roku finally got HBO Max on its uh, <laughs> service. So I was like, let's sign it up. Um, so I watched. Well, I watched two shows on there. I watched The Flight Attendant, which I highly recommend. It's really fun. I. And your brother should be pleased. I am now a Kaylee Cuoco stan. I am in her camp. <laughs> I think she's... Well, okay, so I did not watch Big Bang Theory much past... I think I watched, like, the first season, but, like, was not my thing. Um, but I really think that she's cool. And I think that, you know, she has said that she, uh, she kind of knew coming off The Big Bang Theory that she would never really be cast and stuff because they see her as a... I mean, she's so rich. She doesn't, like, need to work, but... You know, Mm -hmm. I think she knew that she had to take it in her own hands. And so she started a company, which I think her production company is a part of the um, the uh, what's called Harley Quinn thing. I think they have some role in it. But she started this production company has been buying up things. So she bought this book, The Flight Attendant, which is essentially kind of silly. It is sort of a silly show, but I just really enjoyed it. It's it's a little bit violent, but it's funny and she's very charming and she's a mess in it. But it's fun. And, you know, they go to exotic locations and another guy that they definitely, is a definitely like a guy that they're trying to make happen. He was in game of Thrones. He's like maybe Dutch. I've seen him. He was in Nashville. Oh gosh. It's like Michael something. He's sort of the main guy in it. Hold on. Michael Huseman H. UISNA
6: Oh,
4: oh, but he um
2: departed Game of Thrones. Yes. yes. from they recast his part cuz he was like I'm not into this. Yes.
4: yeah. So he's in it, she's in it, um Rosie Perez is in it. Um I don't know how to pronounce her name. Zasha, Zosha, Zasha Mamet is in it and she's really mm-hmm. really good. Anyway, I enjoyed it. I think it's 8 episodes or something and I pretty much I mean, it was like two days or something, and I and I watched that. I also watched The Undoing. I'm mm, a medium on that. I I have been thinking about it, but and I always like to watch, you know, shows about rich people. But and I love Hugh Grant. Um, and he's very Hugh Grant ish, and in the Hugh Grant cad kind of way. I will say the very end is extremely violent. Like I was not expecting how violent it would be, and I had to look away. I was like, um, but. You know, whatever. It was six episodes of fancy people doing fancy things and, you know, murdering and stuff. Um, So those are the two shows. And I started Bridgerton, which is, you know, I didn't read the books, um, but it's the Shonda Rhimes Netflix show about Regency stuff. And it's interesting. So I'll I'll circle back on that. Um, Those are the three shows that I've really watched. The one thing that I that took me like this is just a podcast recommendation The 30 for 30 podcasts are pretty good. Um, They haven't been doing as much lately, but I just like subscribe to it. So it'll pop up in my feed. But they did one last week and it was just called March 11th, 2020. And it was it's like so weird to listen to it because it's essentially talking through a sports lens about that day because that was kind of the day that broke everything. I think it was the day that everybody was like, oh shit, this is real because, well, two things happened. One, the NBA, that was when Rudy Gobert was, you know, pop positive, And then also Tom Hanks. But, um, I don't know. It was just really interesting. And they play clips in the beginning of just like, this is what the news sounds like today. And, you know, they like mention COVID, but it's not, you know, it was definitely something that was going around. Everybody knew about it, but it was like, are, how are we going to take this really seriously? Like how serious is this? Is it just like the flu, you know, la, 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 kind of, you know, but they're already just talking about other courses of business of the day. And it, I don't know. I, th- I thought it was, uh, I thought it was really cool and really interesting. So I recommend it. And it's about an hour long.
1: There you My. go. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to the shameless Amazon plug of the week now. And mine is the VCE five pack coaxial cable connector F type coax RG6 cable extension adapter, gold-plated. gold plated. Gold plated.
4: All right, you're Donald never, Trump.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you had to ruin it. Ooh! direct <laughs> yes. hit. Right to the heart. <laughs> Uh my other Amazon plug of the week is that um that stuffed lion that Baron is sitting on in the family portrait. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, these are uh these are male male coaxial cable connectors. Uh we rearranged the living room uh not too long ago so that we could make way for the Christmas tree and uh we needed to run some coaxial cable around the living room to uh get to the TV cable box whatever. And uh, for seven dollars, six dollars ninety nine cents, I was able to get a five pack of these coaxial cable connectors delivered next day, courtesy of of our friends at Amazon, our frenemies over at Amazon. Our swole frenemies. Yeah. <laughs> wow, swole frenemies is a late uh, <laughs> show title. It's like uh, me. It's
4: like me naming the show Buffalo. I'm sure everybody's like, "What?"
3: <laughs> <That> was funny. <laughs> So, uh, I don't expect
1: anyone to need or want a five-pack of coaxial cable connectors, but um, they're a perfect gateway to go buy whatever it is you're going to buy from Amazon. So, uh, that's your Amazon Plug of the Week. And speaking of you naming the show Buffalo, by the way, uh, full credit to you for using the GIF of the Dancing Prince, uh, which does work <laughs> as a GIF on our website. So, if you go to com, you can I watch him.
5: It was just an awkward still in the chat. (laughs) It's so ridiculous.
1: I had no idea that we could use GIFs on the website, but now I know, and we're going to keep that in mind for the future.
4: I know. I was was like, oh, please, please, please. (laughs) Uh, Floodgates are
5: open. Uh, Let's move on to housekeeping. Um, Please check out our shop um this show has everything.com click the shop button we still have some awesome merch i know it's not christmas anymore but you know buy yourself something um rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice and um add our amazon link to your phone home screen super easy way um to make sure that your amazon purchases uh kick us a couple pennies and then we get also some show content out of it so we'd love it when you use that link
4: (laughs) yes um, okay get involved guys you can go to the website this show has everything.com and see that glorious gif um, use throwyourphone.com we'd love it even if it's not just like some spam that we're getting from <laughs> random PR people <laughs> um, <laughs> join the Facebook group it's super fun I it's uh, it delights me I love it uh, the show Twitter which we will update at some point is at Show. email us at tshishow at 10710.com send us a voice memo we love them uh there was a lot last week and it was great i loved it
2: oh oh oh, shit shit. shit. yes renee's (laughs) review of a christmas princess renee i just i wish you'd been more specific about whether you liked it or
3: not yeah it was really hard to tell (laughs) maybe
4: we'll play it at the end of the show (laughs) we have the final cap
3: yeah
4: oh yeah it was great It was great. Thank you, Renee. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Fax Bobby your butt or any other body part or whatever at 617-354-8513. Oh, also, what you could do on Monday when this drops, you could fax Bobby something he can give to Meredith because it'll be her birthday. Happy birthday, Meredith. Oh, man. Yeah. I thought we were going to get oh, it. <laughs> it doesn't slip my mind. No, I know. No. Thank <laughs> you. Hillary's birthday net is strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's in there. All right. Thanks for joining us, y'all. I think that was everything about our very exciting slash boring slash exciting lives. We love you. Yeah.
2: That was really everything about yeah. nothing.
4: Yep. 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 <laughs>
2: I sort of feel like we might be treading on somebody else's territory. Just
4: every yeah. once in a while. Every once in a while.
1: It's all right. And here's two minutes from Renee on a Christmas, a princess f- for Christmas. <laughs>
2: Thank God we didn't yes. forget that.
0: Good morning, She friends. This is Renee again in Aurora, Colorado. And because you posted it on Facebook, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll watch that movie. That'll be fun. O-M-G. I am so mad at this movie. It was random. Those undeveloped plot points that were just stupid. The wardrobe, yeah, that was awful. And the big reveal at the end, wow, beautiful American girl in the ugliest dress in the world. Another plot point maybe, like an underlying thing, was did the staff actually hate her. And that's why they paid to rush her ugly ball gown in from Vienna. And then they raced to the train station so they could see her embarrassed at the top of the stairs. But there's more that I hated about this movie, but I can never forgive this movie for burning my eyes in the waltz lesson scene. I can never unsee my Jamie Fraser moving so awkwardly. All I could recognize of him was his face, so he was initially pleasant to look at, but then they killed it. They killed it. It was horribly awkward. It was so, ugh. And then the violin playing, okay, okay how attractive no there's not oh god I hated this movie so much I think it cured me though of the seasonal movie movie curiosity so perhaps I should be grateful because I don't think I can watch another seasonal romantic flick I can't do it I only watched the end because I am not a quitter I am I can do hard things and that 90 minutes felt like four hours that I can never get back but I still love my T-sheet people. And Bob, I don't think I can get on board with calling us T-shites, but it did make me laugh. So hope you guys are well. Bye.
4: Tired.